Greetings, wonderful being of love and light. You might have heard the word chakra being thrown about before when hearing about spirituality, or in doing practices like yoga, or whenever you meet a general hippie. So what the hell are chakras, and why is it important to know about them? We discussed in the previous topic, named What's Your Vibe, about how we are beings of light and the scientific evidence for this. This light is our life force energy, or chi, and light is an electromagnetic energy, so our life force energy is the source of our body's electromagnetic field. This life force energy is used for many different biological processes in the body, and is stored in DNA. The life force energy is transported to all cells, tissues, muscles and organs of the body through what's known as meridian pathways. The ends of these meridian pathways are what's known as acupuncture points on our skin. Our life force energy has seven main energetic centers within the body, and each energy center is known as a chakra. There are other chakras outside the body, but we will tackle the basic seven within the body in this level of the course. These centers are along the spine of the body and are where the body's meridian pathways lead from. Each center is responsible for circulating different types of energies to different types of organs. Remember how we explained that emotions are the body's energetic responses to thoughts? These energetic responses are through the secretion of certain hormones, and each chakra corresponds with a major hormonal gland within the body. So the energy of a chakra is linked to the secretion of hormones from its associated hormonal gland. The seven chakras correspond exactly with the seven colours of the rainbow, from violet to red. The energy of the violet chakra has the highest frequency, and the energies of the red chakra has the lowest frequency, just as ultraviolet light has the highest frequency within the visible light spectrum, and infrared light has the lowest. So when I say that you are a being of light, I mean it literally. You have a rainbow of energies within you. All health problems occur when our life force energy, or chi, is not able to flow properly to certain cells and organs. However, we will talk more about health in the next topic. We will now go through each chakra to find out the corresponding hormonal gland and what emotions they are responsible for. We will then also discover what overactivity or blockage in each chakra may manifest as. Let's work from the bottom up. Number one, the root chakra. Its colour is red and it's located at the coccyx. It's associated with the digestive and pancreatic glands, which are responsible for digestive enzymes and hormones that balance blood sugar levels. The function of this chakra is all about survival consciousness. It has to do with consumption, digestion, elimination and the breaking down of food into energy. It's also related to social networks and structures, relationships, support systems and family cultures. A root chakra is balanced when someone feels grounded, safe and secure. When you're eating right and sleeping well, or when you're fearless and believe that you'll always have what you need to survive. Usually the more job security you have, the more balanced the root chakra is. Also, if you have a good support network around you from family and friends, then your root chakra will be balanced. Root chakra can be blocked when you are afraid of how you can survive. For instance, if you are having financial problems, experiencing instability, or whenever you are feeling anxiety, fear, guilt or depression. 
Basically, if you feel that you are lacking something you need, then your root chakra will be blocked. This includes support from family and friends. When one's root chakra is blocked, they are in survival mode. The root chakra can be overactive when one overeats or is materialistic, greedy, aggressive or competitive. Number two, the sacral chakra. Its colour is orange and it's located in the lower abdomen. It's, it's associated with the sexual glands responsible for oestrogen, progesterone and testosterone. Its function is all about connection to others through sex and intimacy. It's responsible for passion, creativity, optimism and sensual pleasure. It's balanced when one has a healthy sexual relationship with someone and is able to express their creativity. If someone is following their passions, this is another sign of a balanced sacral chakra. It can be blocked when one feels disconnected from others, uh, or if they have sexual problems, a lack of desire, jealousy or addiction problems, need for approval, or feelings of guilt or shame, or if they have no creativity or a lack of intimacy, or they may have trauma from molestation. The sacral chakra can be overactive when one is a sex addict, basically when someone is just sex crazy, all they can think about is sex, or if they're very manipulative in a sexual relationship. Number three, solar plexus chakra. So the color of this chakra is yellow and it's located in the upper abdomen. It's associated with the adrenal glands, which secretes adrenaline, cortisol, kidney hormones, and liver and stomach enzymes. Its function is all about feelings of control over your life. Um, it's responsible for self-esteem, willpower, assertiveness, aggression, dominance, and trust in oneself. It's balanced when one has drive or confidence and a sense of direction in their life. When one uses will to overcome their environment and conditions, this is another sign of a balanced solar plexus chakra. It can be blocked when one feels a lack of purpose or has a low self-esteem, they feel powerless, they have motivation issues, or if one feels the world is against them and they have no control over their life. It can also be blocked in someone who is submissive or someone who allows others to control or influence them. Sacral chakra, sorry, the solar plexus chakra is overactive when one is very controlling, overpowering, thoughtless, power-hungry, critical, judgmental, or manipulative to get what they want. It can also be overactive if someone is very angry, defensive, or aggressive. Number four, the heart chakra. The heart chakra is green and it's located in the center of the chest, funnily enough. It's associated with the thymus gland, which is responsible for growth hormone, oxytocin, and many chemicals that stimulate the immune system's health. Its function is all about giving and receiving, love, compassion, and forgiveness. It is balanced when one is caring, kind, patient, trusting, grateful, appreciative, or selfless. Also when one feels connected to everything and everyone around them, and perhaps sees beauty in all things. The heart chakra can be blocked when someone feels lonely, paranoid, bitter, or hateful. It's also blocked when someone has trust issues, a lack of compassion or empathy, 
or is generally not very good at relationships with others. The heart chakra can be overactive when someone is very self-sacrificing or codependent or over-promising or when someone for instance is gets really jealous when someone close to them hangs out with someone else. Number five, the throat chakra. This chakra is blue and is located at the top of the throat. It is associated with thyroid and salivary glands which secrete thyroid hormones and parathyroid chemicals. Its function is all about communication of one's truth. It's about wisdom, it's about speaking and listening, it's about expression of oneself. It's balanced when someone is able to effectively communicate how they feel. If someone is a good listener and when someone is able to express their love towards others. It can be blocked when someone feels they are misunderstood or is unable to express themselves properly. So someone may have a big heart chakra, they may be very loving to others, but they may not be able to express that love. Also, if someone doesn't listen to others or is holding a lot of secrets, that may mean their throat chakra is blocked as well. It can be overactive when one talks excessively or is very argumentative, or when one is opinionated, gossipy, loud, talking over others, or uses a lot of curse words. You may have noticed those who use a lot of curse words aren't very good at uh, you know, expressing themselves. Number six, third eye chakra. The color of this chakra is indigo and it's located in the middle of the brain in line with the gap between your eyebrows. It's associated with the pineal gland which secretes serotonin and melatonin. Its function is to do with creativity, visualization, imagination, memory and focus, and extrasensory abilities as well. It's balanced when one is able to manifest things into their life or use their extrasensory abilities, when one tunes in with divine intelligence and their intuition, and when one can see past all illusions. It's blocked when one can't perceive past the material reality or when one has a very busy mind so, uh, and weak concentration, non-stop thinking, perhaps insomnia, ADD, or perhaps memory problems. The third eye chakra can be overactive when someone takes a lot of psychedelic drugs which may create many hallucinations or hysteria. In these cases one can perceive the spiritual realm but is not very grounded and can't integrate their perception into normal life. So they will seem sort of really crazy to others. And finally the crown chakra. Color of this chakra is violet and it's located at the top of the head. It's associated with your pituitary gland, which is known as the master gland, because it governs and creates harmony with all other glands. The function is purely to connect you to your higher self. It's balanced when someone can perceive oneness and is in harmony with all things. And it's also when someone has total inner peace and bliss. The crown chakra can be blocked when one feels separation from others, or when someone is so disconnected from spirituality, or if someone has fear of the unknown. This can lead to destructive behaviour and depression. Basically, actions resulting from not knowing you are one with God and believing you are your ego. So each chakra has two energy sources. The first source is from the cosmos, or zero-point field. It has, it, it's what has been termed organ energy or spirit energy. 
The energy is outside us and enters us from the bottom of our feet up the spine. Our other energy source is from our inner seeking. When one seeks knowledge of the self and the creator, they allow divine high frequency energy to spiral down from the top of their head. These energies are what create our own personal electromagnetic fields. So it works similar to a magnet or electromagnet. The negative pole of the magnet is the energy below our feet and the positive pole is the energy from the top of our heads. The high vibrational energy from the top of our heads can be seen as the north pole of a huge magnet, while the energy from below our feet can be thought of as the south pole of a smaller magnet. The smaller south pole will rise to meet the bigger north pole. Both sources of energy convert at, converge at a certain chakra or energy center, depending on the being's vibration. As Ra says, the measure of an entity's level of reactivity is the locus wherein the south pole, outer energy, has been met by the inner spiraling positive energy. As an entity grows more polarized, this locus will move upwards. So what Ra is saying is that, for instance, for a third density being, the meeting of the two energies will prim primarily be at the third chakra, which is the solar plexus chakra. For a fifth density being, the two energies will primarily meet at the throat chakra. As third density beings, our first three chakras are fully activated, while we have the potential to activate the rest. A second density being, like an animal, will only have the first two chakras fully activated. As we spiritually progress, we activate more chakras. We have discussed how the spiritual journey is a journey of self-discovery. The more you realize who you truly are, the more chakras you activate. In third density, our aim is to activate the upper chakras, particularly the heart chakra, which is the fourth chakra. This activation must come from seeking within for knowledge of the self and the creator, but this inner seeking can, can be initiated by other beings. So for instance, when love is given from someone to a third density being, this love is a higher vibrational energy that comes from the fourth chakra, the heart chakra. This love then initiates the third density being to start realizing that they are a being who is lovable, thereby allowing them to know more about their true self. As the third density being feels love within themselves, they begin to give love to others, and so they start activating their heart chakra. Another example is when someone who is spiritually advanced communicates their truth to us. They are sending energy to us through their throat chakra, the fifth energy center. These words of wisdom encourage us to know more about who we truly are, which can drive us to seek within and activate the upper chakras. Another common example is when we see people using their extrasensory abilities, perhaps when we meet a medium or a psychic, or perhaps when we encounter someone who manifests something. They are using their third eye chakra to do these things. This usually astonishes us and makes us think, how do they do this? If they can do it, surely so can I. We then begin to seek within for the knowledge of the truth, thereby activating our higher chakras. There is a science to all this. It is based on the physics principle of entrainment. This principle states that when two energies vibrating at different frequencies are near each other, the energy with the lower frequency gradually increases its vibration to match that of the higher frequency energy. So if you are primarily based at your third chakra, when someone sends energy to you through their fourth chakra, which will be some form of love, this love is vibrating at a higher frequency than you, 
encouraging you to raise your vibration to match this love. This is why when we are around people who are positive, we become more positive. When we are around people who are motivated, we become more motivated. When we are around people who are kind and loving, we become more kind and loving. This is why it is so important to surround yourself with people who inspire you to become a better person. This is also how energy or spiritual healing works. The practitioner opens their crown and third eye chakras to allow divine high vibrational energy to flow through their body towards their hands. The practitioner then lays their hands on the patient and this high vibrational energy raises the vibration of the patient, unblocking any blocked chakras and encouraging inactive chakras to be activated. As chakras become unblocked, the emotions that have blocked them are released and so the patient may suddenly cry as part of the release. After energy healing, patients report feeling lighter, happier and healthier. This is why Jesus was successful at raising people's vibrations. As he performed miracles and spoke his truth, he was able to encourage people to raise their vibration. On our spiritual journey, we are encouraged to increase our vibration until we become one with God, which is the highest vibration. As we know more about our true selves, we increase our vibration and activate more of the higher chakras. However, even though we are consistently encouraged to progress through the chakras, those who experience any blockage or overactivity in the first three chakras will find it difficult to activate the upper chakras. For instance, if one is constantly worried about their survival, their root chakra will be blocked, which means they are unlikely to be able to give and receive love, as this occurs in the fourth chakra. Or if someone is obsessed with material gains, power and status, they are unlikely to be able to see past illusions, which occurs in the third eye chakra, because their second and third chakras are overactive. A good indication of a blockage is your emotions. If you feel any low vibrational emotions, such as fear, anger, hatred or guilt, then this means you have a blockage somewhere. When a chakra is blocked, this means that a lot of energy is used to create emotions and so there is not enough energy left to rise and activate the higher chakras. When a chakra is overactive, energy is projected outward onto others, and so again, there is not enough energy left to rise and activate the upper chakras. Remember in previous topics we discussed how emotions are energies with frequencies? Fear, hatred, anger and guilt are low vibrational emotions, while love, compassion, joy, peace and oneness are all high vibrational emotions. As you raise your vibration, you will feel more of the higher frequency emotions and less of the lower frequency emotions. So the more spiritually advanced you are, the happier and more fulfilled you will be. It's as simple as that. As we discussed before, instead of projecting energy or using it for lower vibrational emotions, one can look to transform this energy to acceptance and understanding of self. So for instance, if someone is worried about their survival, Instead of just having fearful emotions created by the root chakra, one can transform that energy into creating a direction for their life to overcome the challenging situation, by which you transform the energy to be used by the solar plexus chakra. Another example is if you have sexual energy rise up in you, instead of feeling guilt or shame, one can transform that energy into love by having loving sex with your partner. The important thing to note is that there is no such thing as bad energy. Energy is just energy, it's neutral. What that energy manifests as is up to us. So whatever energy arises in you, 
don't judge the energy, but just accept that this has arisen in you. You can then decide what to use that energy for. You can use it to create low vibrational emotions. You could project that energy outward at someone or something, or you can transform it into something else within. In truth, with practice and discipline, you can transform any energy into any other type of energy. You can transform sexual energy to help with manifestation and extrasensory abilities. You can even transform hatred into love. Ra in the Law of One states that the goal is to be perfectly balanced in each chakra. This means that there shouldn't be any chakra that is more active or more blocked than the other chakras. Your personal energy should be equally balanced among the chakras, with all shining brightly and fully. The crown chakra is described as the sum total of the vibra vibratory level of the individual, and so it can't itself be balanced. So one must look to balance the other six chakras. To be balanced, one simply needs to ensure there is no blockage or overactivity in any chakra. So I encourage you at the end of each day to review the experiences that you had that day and identify any blockages or overactivity and look to balance all the chakras. In addition, you may find the practice of Kundalini useful. In Kundalini, one uses their breath and conscious intention to raise any energies they may have up through all the chakras. This can really help with balancing. Ra states the key to balance may then be seen in the unstudied, spontaneous and honest response of entities towards experiences, thus using experience to the utmost, then applying the balancing exercises and achieving the proper attitude for the most purified spectrum of energy centre manifestation in violet ray. So every time we have an experience, it is an opportunity to look within and balance our chakras. He goes on to say, the red ray or foundation energy center, being the lowest or root energy center of the physical vehicle, will have the first opportunity to react to any experience. In this way only, you may see a physical locus of the South Pole being identified with the root energy center. In every facet of mind and body, the root or foundation will be given the opportunity to function first. What is this opportunity but survival? This is the root possibility of response and may be found to be characteristic of the basic functions of both mind and body. You'll find this instinct the strongest and once this is balanced, much is open to the seeker. The South Pole then ceases blocking the experiential data and higher energy centers of mind and body become availed of the opportunity to use the experience drawn to it. So Ra uses a lot of complicated language here, but what he's basically saying is that every experience will first be felt in the root chakra, which is about survival. So when we have an experience, we must therefore assess our root chakra and see if we have any blockages or overactivity there. Once balanced, this energy is then allowed to move up the chakras and be transformed into something else. The point is to go within whenever you feel any sort of energy within you and ensure there are no blockages to any chakras as a result. Someone who is truly balanced will not be emotionally charged as a result of any experiences, as this would block their chakras. They would have transformed the energy into something else. Remember, this does not mean they suppress their emotions. Suppressing emotions means they have not allowed an experience to activate any chakras, and so the energy centers are dimmed. When one suppresses the energy, they are simply postponing dealing with it. 
They will eventually have to transform this energy either to emotions, useful energy or an outward projection. To become balanced, one must always work with their emotions and transform them into acceptance and understanding of the self. The gradual increase in the ability to observe one's reactions and to know one's true self will bring the self ever closer to a true balance. In the fully activated entity, only a small portion of the in-streaming light from the bottom of our feet is needed to tune the energy centre after each experience. The great remainder of that energy is free to be channeled and attracted upwards. As Ra states, in the experiences of the mystical search for unity, the seeker seeks the one. This one is to be sought, as we have said, by the balanced and self-accepting self, aware both of its apparent distortions and its total perfection. Resting in this balanced awareness, the entity then opens the self to the universe which it is. The light energy of all things may then be attracted by this intense seeking, and wherever the inner seeking meets the attracted cosmic prana, realization of the one takes place. The purpose of clearing each energy center is to allow that meeting place to occur at the indigo ray vibration, which is the third eye chakra, thus making contact with intelligent infinity and dissolving all illusions. Service to others is automatic at the released energy generated by this state of consciousness. So once a being has fully activated all their chakras, they can see the true reality of all things and have full knowledge of their true divinity. They fully realize their oneness with God. This is enlightenment. I feel like I, uh, I've been saying chakra more times than I've ever said chakra in my life. So thank you for bearing with me and listening to this. I know this is, information is quite complicated, so please feel free to ask any questions in the comments section below. Or alternatively, you can book a free spiritual support session with me to talk things through. I also offer free healing sessions, which, as we have learned in this topic, can help with the unblocking of any chakras. If you would like to book any of these sessions, or if you would like to donate love or money to my channel, then please visit my website, www.highvibeliving.co.uk. Peace and love to you all.